Sports bet BS hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me punters group. Me mate Dave, I reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sports Bet's Bet with Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1 800 858 858. Robot building supplies helping you get the right products for the job at a better price. The Run Home with Andy and Gazy. Indeed it is, and it's great to be here on a really, like an early little taste of summertime. Ninth of November, and it's just been gone, like that all week, Andy. It's gone whoosh. Go- no, it's up through a four degrees today, bros. You been outside? I have, and you know what? It's hot, smoking hot. But as I was driving in here, uh, just a bit of sprinkle of rain. It was just a real unusual experience. She's yeah, it's a couple twenty-eight of, degrees, and yeah, then we had a yeah. bit of King of Spain come down. <laughs> a couple of little clouds, a couple did. of little dark clouds, sort of rolling around the place. But it just keeps it a bit interesting, brother. Well, it does. That's what you need at a time like this. So, yeah, my word. Uh, no, no, lovely day. Hopefully you're having a good one. Thanks to Julio. Uh, magnificent three hours. Next time, join the A-team. Hey, Julio. Well, he is the A-team. Don't you worry about that. Mm. Big show coming up here. Um, Corey Homicide Williams. Lots to talk to him about. Uh, Jeff, uh, Kevin Muscat's going to join us in a tick. The man who has led uh, his side, Yokohama, to another championship over there in the J-League. It's the third time, Muskie has been a championship-winning manager. Twice, of course, with victory. Now with Yokohama in relatively dramatic circumstance. Oh. I'm trying to do a timeline here mm. uh, of what was going on. And Kawasaki, who was second on the table mm. going into the final round, I, I'm assuming all the games – we'll ask Muskie about this when he joins us. Mm. I'm, I assume all the games in the J-League on the final day were played at the same time. Is Kevin there, is he? No, no. They're all, I'm getting the thumbs up that that is, in fact, what is the case. So Kawasaki are two points behind Yokohama. Mm-hmm. Uh, Muskie's turn going into yep. the last game. And I think at half time, as I try and line it all up, um, Kawasaki were 2-0 up. And Muskie's mob were one all at half time. Well, so, would have got them through. Well, it would have, but you're one all, you're on a knife's edge, bros. Like a little no, of course. fast break with the opposition and away. Here yeah, exactly. All sorts. Schwinkter tightening mm. right up at half time. Mm. So. Uh, but he, he got the job done and his team kicked away and 1-3-1 and uh, he claims a championship. And now the big question for Kevin Muscat is where to next? Well, don't forget... The birds la- are chirping, mate. The, they are chirping. Of course they are. But they don't, are chirping. Andy, don't forget last season they came second. So he's had two outstanding seasons. Oh, I don't know you want to win it, but coming second is nothing to be sneezed at mm, either. Do not sneeze at second. And you know what I have come to learn as I've investigated this situation... Oh, I know the J-League doesn't necessarily jump off the page as being right up there as one of the super competitions in the world. But let me tell you this. Please do. There's a few uh, in there that just picking up a few shillings along the way. It's not like they don't have budgets. Oh, no, there's money. They've got budgets. They have money. Don't worry about that. And high-quality, mm. highly technical players, as we've seen around the world. I mean, Japan Japan would be routinely inside the top 20 world rankings these days, I, mm. I venture to suggest. And surely there are people out there who know more about this sort of caper than we do. But I would imagine that they play a fairly fast and technically sound brand mm. of football. So well done, Kevin Musket. He's about to join us. Jeff Fennick, this is one of, and everyone's oh. been banging on about it today. Well, we've got him. We've got him. Got him. We've got Jeffrey, who's going mm. to be joining us on the program. And, geez, did he have some off-air comments, just a little few little gags along the oh, way. So you're and- giving up the fact that we've already spoken to him, are you? Yes, we're not going to try no, and I pretend to that. I mean, he's coming on later on. Oh, I did oh, tee sorry, up the I interview. Beg your oh, right, okay. As you what were are te- you talking about? Oh, I thought you were. Yes, good. No worries. Unbelievable. Well done. 
How do you think you just we just ring his number at a time and he's going to answer? Oh, I didn't realise you, you did set these oh, things up, Andy. I didn't realise that you did that for it on your on go our back behalf. A long way. Well, that's outstanding. So he's going to join us on the show. Case you don't know what's happened. Uh, mm. That fight from nineteen ninety one over in Vegas against Azuma Nelson has been re um, uh, not re refereed, rejudged. And uh, a panel of, yeah, re-judged. Mm-hmm. And a panel of international judges have said, no, no, uh, Azuma, give us the belt back, thank you. Jeffrey, it's yours. So ta-da, mm-hmm. Azuma. Hello, Hello Jeffrey. Jeff. All of that to come. Full Make time. Sh- correct. And, and uh, joins- I imagine that he would be in very exclusive company. Well, there's 22 he? of them now. He, I mean, he's the... Right. Yeah, but he would have been... I think he would have been about the first had it been awarded to him back in the time. Anyways, that's mm. all to look forward on the show. And the quiz, as Julio mentioned, the quiz coming up early. But without wow. further... Without further... Well, if we can get the questions in time, because it's... Uh, <laughs> You haven't really done too much prep. Well, I have in the past, but it's been you've thrown it a little. No, no, we told you about it too. No, we told you. You knew it was coming well, up. On I Wednesday. just want to. You tell knew it was coming up on Wednesday. I did, but mm. here's the thing. Kevin, Kevin Musket's about to join us. Oh, okay. Well, can I just tell our audience? Well, if they, Kevin Musket hangs up because you're about to do this, no, I'm not going to do it. Then let's go to Kev. Kevin Musket, who has led his team to a J League title, uh, has been good enough to join us here on the run home. Kevin, congratulations, mate! Uh, fantastic stuff. Oh, thanks, boys. Thanks, uh, thanks very much. Yes, uh, been a surreal couple of days, uh, to be honest, and uh, yeah, just uh, very proud. How have the celebrations been? Um, yeah, decent, uh, <laughs> decent. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, very strong, very strong single malt whiskey over here. So it's, uh, right. it's been uh, yeah, good, good couple of days. Take us through the, how it all plays out, Muskie, on mm. the last day. We're, we're, it's been confirmed that it, all teams play their final. Uh, final round games at the same time. But uh, I was trying to look at the timeline. Um, you know, Kawasaki had two points behind you going into the final round. And as far as I could tell, I don't know how aware of you, what was going on yeah. over there you were, but was it at halftime they were 2-0 up and you were one all at halftime? Have, have I got that right? Uh, I couldn't, to be honest. I didn't. I wasn't aware of anything during the game. Uh, obviously, just to kind of focus on on our own stuff. And Gee. even if you ask me now, I know they were up at half time, but I haven't even had a look. I haven't even uh, given too much thought. I know they were winning at half time, and they had their goalkeeper sent off. That's right. So the manager, uh, the fact that they managed to, to hang on and, and go and win, and if they they were drawing at some point, and then they scored the. The winner, mm. uh, but fortunately for us, uh, you know, we got the our, our business done, and it didn't really matter, um, you know, what was happening uh, in um, across uh, in Tokyo. Gee, Kev, that that surprised me a little bit. I would have thought you would have had an eye on what's going on, or you you would have had yeah. your people uh, having an eye on what yeah. was going on as well, because of what's at stake and yeah. just how how that might actually impact the way in which you needed to play your game. Yeah, and and I suppose, you know, I was running through that, you know, prior to the game and, you know, what would you like to know and all those things. But we've uh, we've been really strong on, you know, focusing on ourselves and uh, it's it's actually been a, a cornerstone to, to our success because, you know, we, we've, we've put a lot of energy into, you know, worrying about ourselves and, and getting, getting our side of things uh, right. And uh, after half time, like even leading into half, the first half we we played some really good stuff, and uh, I just felt really comfortable during the game. And we conceded, we had a goal disallowed, and then we went one nil up, and then uh, we conceded in uh, stoppage time or extra time in the first half. But I really felt that we were in control, and and we were going to go on and win the game, so it wouldn't matter. 
then when second half started, we, we, we just really turned it on and we, we really took over. So I, I was just so confident that uh, we were going to get the job done. Uh, so, you know, what was happening across town uh, would be irrelevant, really. So, uh, as I said, then mm. when we got the second goal, we went 2-1 up. It mean that we'd have to concede uh, two. Uh, and, and, you know, th- at that point, I was fairly comfortable that we were going to go on and win uh, because of the, the way we were performing. Mm. Fantastic result, and you've been successful over even. You go back to last season, you did extraordinarily well as well. How difficult yeah. has it been to make that transition? And in particular... Have you had to make uh, any significant adjustments to the way in which you coach because of communication, mm. different cultures, all those types yeah. of things? How, how difficult has that been? Yeah, that's, uh, um, you know, it certainly takes you out of your comfort zone. And uh, what actually happens, though, is you you just find ways. You find ways. The, the, the hardest thing here is that, uh, because, okay, I increase the, the amount of video we do because obviously there's a language barrier and, you know, I'm, I'm using translator and, uh, you know, he's he's done a fantastic job and, you know, he's the best at what he does. So that helps having someone uh, of his quality on board. But you just lose, the, the biggest thing is you lose the, when you're talking to someone uh, directly, there's a, there's a connection and there's an emotion involved in, you know, mm. the, the way you talk or, um, you know, how you're expressing yourself and, that's been the hardest thing for me, uh, to be honest, because you, you're working so hard to create a relationship with somebody or a player or the people in the team, and that gets removed. But, uh, you know, fortunately, I think I've been able to manage uh, creating a, a, a real good environment in, in terms of, you know, the way we go about things and that everybody's needed. We've used more players uh, than any team in the J-League this season. You know, everyone felt they were contributing, which led to a, a really tight-knit group and... Uh, uh, and, and led to some real good positive outcomes. And obviously, Saturday uh, was uh, just an unbelievable feeling, one that's uh, still struggled, struggling to describe. So, Kev, when you look yeah. around, just reading sort of a couple of reports mm. of, of the final day and you know the, the clinching of the title, a couple of the reports have yeah. mentioned that there are Australian flags flying in the stands, you know, amongst the support of the yeah. base. When that happens, you want to be accepted by the by the by the base and the support group and all of it. When you look out there and you see yeah. that, if you've got time to take notice, how does that make you feel? Yeah, uh, proud as well from the perspective that it you know gets acknowledged. The you know that uh, it's obviously following Ange as well, and Ange had the success here, and obviously Australian. Then for for us to and you know we've got three staff members who are uh, Aussies as well. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was nice actually. The old uh, customer had blown up the kangaroo was flying around, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, it was uh, from that perspective it was it was nice. Uh, my old man managed to. I got my old man across here as well, so that was. Uh, and he watched the last two games, and to be able to share the moment with, with him was, you know, unbelievably satisfying. To and proud, you know, pride because I can, you know, see how how proud he was, and yeah. the fact that you know he's given me so much. I remember, you know, travelling from the western suburbs as a, you know, travelling across the Dandy Park in Brighton, which you know back back in the day it was a bit of a trek, and Mum and Dad would take turns and not go to work on a Saturday to to get me across there, and for him to be here. Uh, to share the moment was, uh, you know, was, was really, really important to me. Hey, That's Kevin, great. that is fantastic. Hey, Kevin, we saw what yeah. uh, what happened when Ange uh, had success uh, in your with your team. Uh, what, yep. what does this mean mm. to you? Is this is this a, a part of a a stepping stone, <laughs> uh-huh. or is this a, a destination yeah. that you can see for the long term? Uh-huh. 
Oh, it's so difficult to 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 try and answer. Uh, to be fair, guys, um, I'm I'm really happy in, uh, here. You know, with my wife, uh, you know, we've we've settled in. It's a it's a great uh, place to live. We're really enjoying it. What happens in the future? Um, you know, you've, you've, uh, for the future to be uh, bright, you know, you've got to make sure you get the present uh, correct. So I'm just focusing on. Uh, again, you know, enjoy this time. I think, uh, you know, like I said to the players, uh, we, we we as a group stand alongside only four other groups who've managed to, managed to achieve what we've achieved. So it's a it's a huge achievement uh, for us and, and me personally. Um, and, you know, enjoy it for the time being. But uh, as you know, you know, preparations have already started in, in terms of, uh, you know, getting things right for, for next season. And, but mm. you already, you you'd equally... Um... Kev, you know how volatile this caper can be, you know, given what happened to you yeah. in Belgium. So, you know, you need to be, you know, looking a, a step or two ahead. I mean, is Japan yeah. – how do I ask this? But people are telling me that people I know who are a bit connected to the caper say that, you know, there's, yeah. there's people who are encouraging, you know, your people to look ahead. To let, let's, let's go now. Yeah. Let, let's, let's target – and they're, they're talking England and they're talking, you know, they're not talking championship necessarily or, or EPL, obviously, but they're thinking mm. Muskie is cherry ripe to get a team that can get a bit of backing and build and climb. Is that is that something that he, you're a yeah. bit attracted to? Of course. I think uh, it, it'll be naive of me not to say uh, that I'm, well, put it this way, I've got, uh, you know, ambitions. I don't, um, you know, an ambition to, and um, what does that mean? You know, to, yeah. to be at the, the to manage at the, the highest possible level. Uh, but I, at, right at this point in time, I don't feel like I've, uh, you know, got to prove anything by going to Europe. Or um, I'm, I'm really, you know, like I said, I'm happy here. And um, until something presents, I'm, I'm going to continue just being happy here and continue what I'm doing. And yeah, who knows. Uh, what's going to happen in the future. But, but like I said, for the future to be bright, uh, you know, you've got to make sure the present uh, is spot on. So yeah, sure. my focus is in what I can control and I can control the present at the moment. But at the same time, I'm just uh, flying back to Melbourne tomorrow. My daughter's getting married on huh. the, uh, the 20th of uh, November. So oh, I'll t- change my, yeah, turn my focus to uh, giving some, you know, spending some time with the family. And then let's see what happens. And well, yeah, right, when you sound, I'm happy to see you, what happens. Isn't it? I'm, I'm a bit interested in this. Oh, I think yeah. there's a, a good sense <laughs> yeah, of curiosity for all yeah, the right yeah, reasons. For all too. the right reasons. And yes. uh, one of the one of the things that might eventually, who knows, in the future, might also be, include the national team. And well, we saw well, the right. World Cup team announced uh, yesterday. Have you had a yeah. chance to have a look yeah. at it? And what would be uh, what jumps out yeah. at you as you look at our team? Oh, I think uh, I think we've put together an exciting group. Um, um, I'm possibly not um, not as close to it as, as you know, most people, in particular back home. And, uh, you know, the, the Mitch Langerak not making the squad yesterday and, uh, you know, uh, him being in the J-League and me watching him uh, play every week is, you know, a little bit surprising. But uh, ultimately, I think we've put together a, a really exciting team and uh, look forward to, uh, you know, watching and supporting the team uh, during the during the World Cup, just let me ask you one more about you, Muskie. After after what yeah. did happen in, and it's not about the future. It's sort of about. Mm-hmm. It's very much about the yeah, presence. Yeah. Given what you yeah. went through in Belgium, and yeah, you know, we spoke to you about that yeah. move here. You know, before you yeah. went, did your 
it's a two-parter. A, did your sort of self-confidence or self-belief get knocked around a bit you know, by what you went through there? And if so, how important is what you've been able to do personally uh, in, in Japan in the last couple of years for you? Yeah, look, I mean, there's probably two parts to the answer as, as, uh, as there's a couple of parts to the question because I still look at that time in Belgium uh, because, you know, it, it, statistically and all those things, people look on it and make judgment because uh, we only see what we want to see. But that period I had in, in Belgium, I have no doubt that it uh, um, helped me uh, this season or since getting to Japan because uh, there were certain things, you know, in terms of the way... Um, I had to stick to my beliefs in terms of the way I want to play, which effectively cost me or probably helped cost me uh, that job because I was so headstrong and I wasn't going to uh, change, uh, you know, the, my thoughts on the game and the way I wanted to play. So, if anything, it gave me more confidence. So I understand the the, the, the angle of, you know, uh, um, you know, losing your job and it could take confidence, but it probably gave me, you know, looking back now, it gave me more belief because I... I did stick to my guns, and then when this opportunity arose, you know, the only reason I, I, I got the job was because of those beliefs um, and, yeah. uh, and, and beliefs in the way we play. So it's a little bit awkward to explain, and I hope I've uh, articulated mm. no, that. You have. Uh, no, no, you have. No, you have. understand. Yep. Uh, but without doubt, I think that period helped me, and uh, I was certainly out of my comfort zone, and uh, I got to a point of time where I had to decide, well, you know, do I carry on this path, which effectively might cost me my job, and I, you know, it was an easy decision. I was going to carry on that path, and uh, uh, maybe, uh, you know, the opportunity's here, and um, I was able to continue that, and, uh, you know, we played some fantastic stuff this year, uh, and it was it was very very pleasing. We scored so many goals, and the, the manner that we did it, uh, you know, scoring seven goals in the last two games, we really needed to, um, you know, get the results and the right, right results because Kawasaki uh, didn't give in, and they chased us to you know to the last kick really. Um, so yeah, really proud, really proud, and uh, like I said, it probably hasn't really sunk in because. Uh, it's it's huge news over here, obviously for the club, but to the exposure in Japan has been uh, enormous. Well, mate, three championships in nine years as a manager oh. uh, starts to speak for itself. I reckon it's a C- nice. it's a CV that that you can uh, you can hang out in front of yes. perspectives and say, well, you know, judge me on my results. Give the birds Thanks very much. Oh, ways, I, would have, I would have thought so. That, Just, not not that that's Kevin's style. No, it's not his style. Quite a chew. Maybe, maybe in a time gone by, probably <laughs> maybe might have one, considered to give no, the birds not, not a few just to say, cop that. Once upon a time, Husky, well done, mate. Have a great. Have a great family celebration with you. Go on. I was going to say, it's more about proving yourself right than proving others right. Well, of course, there you go. (laughs) On that beautiful note, we'll let you go. Congratulations again, mate. Thanks for joining us. Hey, cheers, guys. Thanks. All the best, Kevin Musket, champion of Japan and... Who knows what comes next? Coming up to the uh, news, fantastic to catch up with uh, Kevin Musker. The oh. quiz in the next half hour, by the way. So sharpen mm. uh, your fingers well, and get ready to dial. What I wanted to do before we had Kevin on is I know how popular this quiz has become. Mm. And most people, it has been fairly consistent that it was going to be in that sort of 4.30 time bracket. So just 
you know, wake the children, phone the neighbours, <laughs> make sure that everyone's aware. Because I don't like it when people miss out on the opportunity. No, well, we have to be uh, flexible. You know, it's one of the things in this, you know, to be nimble and well, you need to Jeff, uh, pivot. Jeff uh, Fennick coming up. So that's correct. why I, the quiz has just been uh, shunted to a slightly earliest spot. And Corey Homicide Williams uh, will dominate the four to five hour time slot. There's a bit wow. of stuff to talk to him about. No, I heard he will. In fact, we'll get to the footy news after the news. What about his, his have you heard about his podcast? Uh, no, I haven't. He's, he started a podcast. Well, I know it's a, it's not a sports no, podcast. It's about it's about relationships, mm. fashion. I'm sure he's um, is he. Well, I don't know how qualified he is fashion wise. Well, he gets, no doubt. You know what I did do? He is a man the, about town. You know what I did do with our man Corey Homicide Williams? Please tell. Is he he tweeted out some? Oh, excuse me, Instagram the gram the uh, on the gram a little uh, video number, and I mm. thought I'll just have a look at my old mate uh, Homicide. He clicked on his. Uh, profile, mate. He's got like one hundred eighty thousand followers. Very popular man. Is he paying for it? <laughs> Surely. How does he come up so with one hundred eighty? Seven ninety nine. I'm going to put that to. I'm going to say that Andrew Gaze is accusing no, I'm you asking, of no, buying, I accusing buying I was, followers. I was asking you. I didn't know whether as it was, if I would be of the view. Is there a that he would be doing there that, that can? Um, a well, I don't know. Is that still a thing? The, uh, Surely Muskie, Muskie doesn't allow that sort of behaviour on Twitter anymore, does Welcome he? all the trolls. In fact, if you want to buy... In fact, with mm. Elon running Twitter, if you want followers, just cough up 25 bucks. <laughs> he'll get, Well, yeah, mother, he'll give you 10,000 no, followers bucks. a month. No, I'm not talking about verification. It's about follower boost. Oh. That'll be a, 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 that'll be a service he offers going forward, oh, will it not? I think that might be the demise of the Twitter. If that, a bit uh, of footy on. news we'll get to after this. Oh, good. Nice work from you, Stone Cold. Indeed, you won't Give miss a, a you won't miss yeah. a ball of that. Uh, going to be a very competitive game, and there'll be nervous New Zealand supporters around the place, as any supporter base is when you're taking on the Pakistanis, because yep. you never know what they are going to produce. Well, at the pointy end of any t- a tournament like this, you know, in, in this format of the game, there's always going to be a uh, bit of uncertainty about what happens, isn't there? But particularly with Pakistan, they are their form is as vo- even still to this day in in a, in a day and age of High professionalism, they uh, they their form lines can uh, can sway uh, with great volatility. So right, uh, they can on any given day they can uh, uh, collapse or demolish. Right. So we'll wait and see what happens. Are you are you barracking for? With all due respect to mm-hmm. our New Zealand and England friends, mm-hmm. who and many of them listen to the show. I mean, mm-hmm. the numbers reveal that uh, on a mm-hmm. on a on a you know on a survey. Well, by survey they listen basis. to the network anyway. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you barracking for a uh, an India and Pakistan? No, I'm not. Why not? I understand what you're coming from and what we saw earlier on oh, in the tournament. How can you not be? Because I've got a soft spot for our New Zealand brothers. So have I. But it and doesn't, I just think so the way I. they play as well. They just something about them I, I quite enjoy. So do I. So that's why they're getting my um, very very remote, but. Support, the, but but oh, no. interest. The theater, the theater of it all. No, that's true. If it, if they, if they have a version number two of what we saw here a couple of weeks ago at the MCG. Hey, Andy, remarkable stuff. Bet anything you've got, anything you've got, the administrators of the tournament are oh, hoping Lord. like anything that that happens, because they, they won't be able to do it. I don't know. Don't say that, Andy. Well, you were telling me about the greyhound. Well, that was just a, a story that I shared off air about it. Oh, a grey, and you pat the greyhound odds on favour, it doesn't perform. And <laughs> Stuart's patted on the tummy after the race, and it 
That's a, a long time ago. Well, I mean, that's, you're my, telling my me the story. My uncle was uh, very much involved in the Greyhound caper. <laughs> and um, I don't know if it was specifically his dog, but he did relate a story of some of the goings-on <laughs> when um, sometimes, and I don't know why, but for some reason, there are some dogs that they prefer didn't do all that well. well I don't wasn't know aware why, of that. I don't know. And yeah, anyway. Do, yeah, go on. So this dog that was very, very highly touted. Yeah, it's well-backed. Performed abysmally. Right. So apparently they took it into the uh, stewards. stewards they got the vets up there. Yeah. And you've got to lift the dog up, up onto the table and it's standing up there. And the vet came over and gave this little Looked thing, yeah. as I said, oh, yeah, gave it a, just a, a initial pat on the it's belly little, yeah. and the thing barfed all over <laughs> right. it. Look, How much has this thing eaten? And said, right. uh, well, I don't know whether this... On this particular occasion, this dog was prepared appropriately. That's, I think, was the feedback that was going provided. back a long time. A yeah, long time. Back in the day, because in my early days, mm. I covered uh, the the doggies out at uh, Sandown Park. What's the saying when you're going to bet on a the A good dog from a good box is a good bet. Mm. Good dog from a bad box is a bad bet. Bad dog from a bad box is a bad bet. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, so I used to go out to Sandown Park on Thursday nights back in yes. the good old days uh, and loved every second of it. it but you, you'd hear some stories oh, about... Um, yeah. Some yeah, goings you know, on. Yeah, well, dogs coming up from story? the bush who were just Check on the this. journey up might have just been made to walk half the way. Oh, yeah. So a little weary. Just a little bit weary. <laughs> so when? What about this one, Andy? Here's Drink a one. lot of water. Dogs and, walking out, weeing all the time. And this came up because a friend on of the mine, way to the boxes. Keep an a, eye on that. A friend of mine yesterday was relating a story of the depths of which, in the greyhound caper, they've gone in the past. Now, apparently, now I find this hard to believe, and yeah. I'd love to know if anyone could actually confirm this. But there was once, you know, if you've got the barriers here where they come out of, yeah. they'd, the actually, they'd, they'd actually dug underneath the boxes. <laughs> Turn it Hang up. on. No, I swear to God, Turn Ed, it this up. is what he was saying. And then when they were in there. <laughs> they'd hold the dog's legs. Yes. <laughs> they would not. Nice. That's what so, he told me. They would hold the dog's legs. No chance. I, well, I, I find it hard to believe. <laughs> That's extraordinary. That is extraordinary. Did they... Were that, was it under every box just in case you because you could cover whatever box yes, the dog was, was in? Like this, there was um, a tunnel under. Correct. Right. <laughs> go out there and the true. dog would start with a limp. That cannot be true. Well, I'd love to know if anyone can confirm <laughs> One three hundred seven. It came from a highly reliable source. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you can confirm mm. that there was a bloke whose sole responsibility was to <laughs> perch under the boxes before the dogs jumped. And hang on to a dog's leg to make it miss well, the start. Well, that's what I was told, Andy. Surely that's not true. It's, well, that's what I was told. <laughs> that can't be true. We're here that's for an a, elaborate scheme. That's a highly elaborate scr- scheme. Because you surely you'd see, because they move those barrier boxes around a little bit. Maybe it was one of those country digs and maybe that they... Um, well, they've got, yeah. Maybe it was, you know, because sometimes they, they'll, they'll have the, change yeah, that's it to right. a different location well, if they're a longer race. Yeah, well, no, they just, yeah, but they're permanent settings. Yeah, so there's but probably sta- the opportunity stage, to drill to drill some sort of well, tunnel under them. That is yeah. true. It's coming off the temperature. What are they saying? Well, that is true. Just comes. What they've heard that story, or is it true that somebody did it? Well, I don't. Well, all it says is three words. That is true. Okay, to that person, give us a call. Four three four. Four three four. Is it true that you've heard that story, or is the are the facts of the story true? That's what I want to know. Are mm. uh, we here for robot building supplies? Robots got a Berry BMW pre-owned vehicles ready for immediate delivery. Got a big sale coming up too down there at Berry BMW. Oh, so get in now if you've ever thought about it and you want to drive the finest machinery going mm. around. Neil Phillips. 
and his team are standing by. Tradies out for Ace Gutters as Tradie may build to last. Go on. Uh, four three four. He's come back, or well, he or she's yeah, come back they. with another one. They also nailed a chop inside box one <laughs> one night when a heap of faves were jumping from the wreck. <laughs> can't be true. Well, that's what they, they sh- nailed a chop. <laughs> sounds that sounds unusual. <laughs> they nailed a chop, a chop to the red box. That's right. So the thing would come out gnawing a chop. But surely if well, you held it onto a dog's legs. Well, it, would, it couldn't even, with the muzzle on it, it with the muzzle on it, wouldn't even get to the chop. Well, I'm just saying what, uh, what 434 four, three, four has said. <laughs> but if, if you've had the dog's legs, yeah. surely someone's going to notice when it well, jumps out. Of course. Of mm. this. Well, that's that's apparently what happened. Well, maybe Ronnie Hawkswell would just say he's missed the start mm. or something, you know. But Maybe. Maybe. The Hawk. Magnificent caller, Ron mm. Hawkswell. Absolutely superb race caller. A bit of footy news before we get to the quiz, uh, which and we're not. Don't get on the line now. We'll tell you no, when to get on the yet. line. All right. So don't go early. No. We'll don't let people get hoodwink. Yeah. We'll, we'll give the green light, and the first two uh, can uh, get through. Then um, Paul Seedsman has been uh, momentarily, by the sounds of things, delisted by the Adelaide Crows. Now, did not play at all last year, and has had some um, really worrying concussion. Um, uh, impact, mm. uh, has played 132 games. And in the last year and a half of his career, was probably playing the best footy of his life, Seedsman. So former Collingwood had become a really important yeah. player at the Adelaide Crows and probably had his best season in his most recent, which was 2021. Now, it sounds like the Adelaide Crows have confirmed and committed to relist him, but such as the regulations about in the rookie things, draft. You've got to delist a certain number of players every year. So Does that mean that, that Dan, if you if you – Clearly, that's what they want to do. They mm. want to bring back in and, and through the rookie draft. But there's no guarantees, mm. are there, that he'll be there? No guarantee at all. But there is an understanding. Is there a written, a little, unwritten rule amongst clubs little, yeah, to yeah, say, yeah, listen, yeah. this is what we're doing? Yeah, but I would imagine Seedsman... Get a bit of interest? I would have thought so. Mm. You know, he's a very... If, he's, if the head's okay, I, I would imagine that he has a very specific role player. And with the wing position back in vogue... Uh, the other one is Rory Thompson, who has called it quits. Uh, there won't be any secondary lifeline for Rory Thompson. He's retired after just over 100 games for the Gold Coast Suns. He's had a terribly wretched injury run. But in the early stage of his career, Rory Thompson played a game at the MCG against Hawthorne when Buddy was at his absolute peak and took Franklin to the cleaners. This kid was going to be anything until the body started letting him down. So uh, we wish... Rory Thompson, all the best in retirement. Mm. It's 20 minutes to four. There's a bit going on over there off the old 40 wings temper text by the looks of things. Mm. So we'll keep uh, that stuff coming in. Don't get on the line yet. Don't get on the line yet. We'll tell you. If you want to compete in Gazi's quiz, we'll oh, tell you. hang on. We'll tell you when the lines are open. Apparently, after there's also some other stuff they do to dogs, which is very unpleasant. Oh. <laughs> that can only mean one thing. But the lines are open. First two mm. callers who want to get on the quiz, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 367 It is now open. We need two callers, Gazy, to compete in your quiz. And you know what we're playing for, Andy? Please tell me. Uh, 18 holes of golf for you and a mate with a cart. Get 18 holes of golf for two with drinks and a cart Ooh. midweek for just $99. Visit Club Mandalay. Yeah, but I reckon we can chuck in. .au. Come on, Will. Yeah, well, Will's just got that down. I think we can well, chuck a bit more can't in, can't we? can't type in enough. Plus, we've got, we know we've got the Signet Power, uh, boost. power boost. Yeah. That goes in there. And um, the CBK Draft, 20 of slab of that. Slab of uh, CBK Draft, Will. Well, I don't know why there's three names going up on the screen, Will, but we only need two, Shags. <laughs> just two, the two, Brace. Uh, just sure the two. We only need two competitors. Yes. That's all we need. 
So Daniel in South Caulfield, unlucky. You'll need mm. to be quicker next week or on Friday when we do the second That's right. uh, iteration of the quiz. That's this right. Week. And we're very fortunate because uh, in Inverley is a person named Peely. Peely, good evening. Good afternoon. Or afternoon. G'day, Jason. G'day, Raider. How are you, Peely? Lovely part of the world, Inverley, mm. too. Uh, Peely. Sold it. Yeah, going well. Sold going it. Going well. It is. Hey, Peely, stand by because you're going to be competing against Robert, who's on the road. G'day, Bobby. Hey, gents. Hey, oh, hey Rob, Robbie, whereabouts? So when you're on the road, where? who are you representing? What suburb are you representing? Uh, for Ballarat. Ballarat. Oh, we've got a real regional flavour to wow, the quiz today. This is nice. In Valivi, but the country boys have come to play. I like it. It's really like they Vic- don't have books out in that part of the world, but we're very strong. Oh, thank you very much. Yes. Hey, Peely. Yeah, make uh, sure you fill it out. Three to right. six. Hey, hey, Peely. Five, five, and, thirty. And uh, Rob, what hmm. do we do? I've got seven questions. Whoever gets the most out of seven is the winner. We do it's have a tie break, and then here's Drive. the kicker. We have a power play question. If you get the power play question correct, whoever the winner is, then you are going to go into our finals week. Now, as we sit here today, line where we, our name we have no one. Book. No one into the final, so it's looking good for uh, either of no you. No one's two. progressed. No, not yet. Uh, you get the prize, so everyone wins the, today gets those prizes regardless. But we, uh, you need a buzzer. So, uh, Peely, <laughs> what would you like to use as your buzzer? We'll go Inver. 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 I love it. Right, on. Rob, what would you like to use <laughs> for your buzzer? <laughs> buzz. Buzz v Inver. Inver this is good. V buzz. <laughs> Like it. Best out of seven. I'm loving just the... I the, like uh, it. This is what the country boys bring to the show, mate. Bit of personality. Ah, spot on. That's it. All right, boys. Buzz is... right up at here. That's it. Oh, beautiful. Buzz is ready, boys. Hey, 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 Rob, no hard feelings, but come on. Come on, Peely. Do it for Invaloy right. Shags. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I'm There'll allowed be... to barrack for Invaloy. No, you're not. It's just around the corner from... Oh, it's just sort of on the road from, from well. Blackwood to Wye River. Okay, used to drive well, through right, there all the just, time. What's wrong with our good folk down there? Nah, love the rat. Love the rat. Love it. Bit chilly in the winter. Love it. But other than that, go. Very nice. The Ballarat Miners are down there as well. Wonderful organisation. All right, new facility there too. Magnificent, by the way. <laughs> hey, uh, buzzers ready. Here we go. It's out of seven. First question. Question one. Who won the Brownlow Medal in 1970? Oh. Played for South Melbourne. Right. I know this. Played a bit of cricket. Buzz. Buzz. Yes, Buzz. Inver. Buzz. Buzz. <laughs> uh, Jared Healy. Uh, oh, oh Jared be very disappointed. About it. Now, Inver, you get a chance. <laughs> yes. Inver gets a chance to have a go here. <laughs> it's a free yeah, hit. me right, Buzz. Uh, yeah. Uh, Played a bit of cricket, too. Shush. Bobby. Played a bit of cricket. Hmm. Nah, bugger if I know. Sorry. Oh, well, it's the great Peter Bedford. Of course he played for the Blue Baggers. My word. Number five, was he? I can't remember his number. Number no. 10, I reckon. Number Peter 10. Bedford, yeah. Yes, I should yeah, remember that. Yeah. Hey, we're zero, 0 Here we go. Question two. What team did Steph Curry play against when he broke the all-time three-point made record? Good luck. What's it? I'd know this. <laughs> Who know this? What Honestly. team did he play for, play against? Who was he bum, playing against? No, look, I'll have a crack. They, they, you get nothing for having a You don't lose a point if you have a crack. Uh, Inver. Here Inver. you go, Inver. Yes. Uh, we'll just go <laughs> the Timberwolves. No. <laughs> Incorrect, Inver. You want to have a go, Buzz? Buzz, pick a team. <laughs> uh, the late 
Lakers. No, the other side. It's the New York Knicks. Ah, of course it was. I don't. This is the first time ever we've had two questions that two haven't been answered. Two tough questions, mate. Were they? Bloody oath, they were. I didn't think they were that tough. Ah, tough. Oh, here comes a, here comes a tough one. Oh. What team does the reigning Ballon, say it in, Ballon, d'Or. Ballon d'Or winner Karim Benzema play for? This is a setback. <laughs> Blimey. In In You go in but. Yes, in but. Yep. <laughs> Real Madrid. Yeah. In but, baby. Inba, you're on the board, my Here we friend. Go. Let's go. That's Come on now. Come on now. Question four. <laughs> now, I need. Inva's just my favourite. I need Love two. I need both <laughs> names here. Which AFL teams, and I need them both named, please. Which AFL teams have won the most premierships? Buzz. 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 Uh, Essendon <laughs> uh, and Carlton. Well, bang, bang. Buzzling. Carlton. Set one all. Get a wriggle on here. Of the Grand Slam tournaments, <laughs> this is question five, which was established first of the in the tennis? Four Grand Slams. Which was the first Grand Slam? Buzz. 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 Wimbledon. Bang. Just leave me to identify yeah, first on the buzzer. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Question six, scoreboard, check. 2-1, two, one, two, one buzz. Who kicked the ball to Lance Franklin in the dying stages of the 2000? Inba, you go. Yes. Uh, Chad Warner? No. 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 I, I, you're going back to the Hawthorne days, yeah. aren't you? I, I know the I'll answer fi- to this. I'll, I'll finish the question. We had him on our show recently. Who kicked the ball to Lance Frank Franklin in the Franklin. dying stages of the 2007 elimination final? Free hit here, Buzz. He was on our uh, show a couple of weeks, oh, a month ago or so. Yeah. Um, Osborne, wasn't it? No, no. It no, looked a bit like Mickey Osborne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Can't yeah, play no. it, though. No. Rick Ladson. Okay, question seven. Uh, Come on, hey, hey, hey Inva, but uh, Peely, you need to get this right, bros. All right. All right, bros. <laughs> Name, I'm not sure they're going to get this one. Oh. Name one of the three players who hold the record for the fastest T2050. Oh, okay. Buzz. Yes, Inva. Uh, buzz, buzz. Uh, Chris Gale. Bang, bang, bang. Off 12 balls against the Adelaide Strikers in 2016. Well done, Buzz. Is he bad, luck, yeah, bad luck, Peely. Ah, uh, Peely, chin up. Uh, yeah, all the very best and love to everybody in Invalid. Uh Now, hey, Buzz, you picked up the prizes, quick. but here we go. This is the power play question. To get through to the second if round. If you get through this one, you go into the final quick, week. Quick, Who? Buzz, you ready? Yep. Who has the highest individual score in international Test match cricket. Uh, that would be. You've got this. You've got it. I know you've got it. Um, Highest individual tick, score tick, in international tick, test tick. match. Ryan Lara. Bang! He's done He's it! He's done it! He's, He's been got our in. first contestant. He's in. in. Buzzlo. Oh, Buzzalicious. Well, well done, Rob. He had 400 not out versus England 2004. Rob, you've won the 18 holes of golf at Club Mandalay, the mm. Signet Boost Power Bank, the CB Co. Can- a carton of draft, and you are the first player through to the second mm. round. 
Huge news day, and on a big news day, there's only one place to turn at 6 o'clock in the evening, and that is to the Channels of Seven. Tim Watson, part of the best team in television, bringing us the news on a daily basis, uh, is here to tell us what is making news. Hello, Tim. G'day, Andy. And Andy, yes, in sport uh, coming up before all that, tonight on Seven News, one sister killed, one sister accused. The family tells how it's been torn apart. Terrible story, this. The Medibank hack takes a sinister turn. Driverless trucks hitting our roads in days. Exclusive pictures in sport of rivals joining forces on the training track. Richmond dig in over the finals venue controversy. We speak to Mr Cricket, Mike Hussey. Also meet the Socceroos teenager heading to the World Cup. James here with the weather. Peter Mitch with Seven News at Six. And look... I don't want to produce your show, but I, why don't you take calls on strange sporting jobs? I had a late great uncle, oh. Harry the Holder, he used to be called. He used <laughs> yes. to work at the Greyhounds. He was paid to hold the leg of the favourite sometimes yeah. in the box. Then oh, his mate, no. he had a mate called Tunnel Tony, who <laughs> they'd work in tandem. And sometimes Charlie the Chopman would join them too and cattle prod Cal. So <laughs> just take some calls and see if there's some strange sporting jobs out what there. About D- what about DP Dennis, who used to mm. apply the... Uh, the mm. The, the fiery Dennis, cream yeah. to uh, the mm. agates of the poor old dogs from time to time. What about Ollie Onion? Yeah, that's right. Ollie Onion, he used to put the uh, onions yeah. on the um, on the muzzle, muzzle so, so they, they couldn't see. see. Yes. Well, there's, there's a lot of <laughs> This is true, Tim. There's a lot of stuff coming through off the uh, 40 wings temper text. Uh, hey, you're, you're watching the news. Yep. So we might do that, but you're watching the news. Uh, what's going mm. on with the uh, the midterms over there in the United States of America? Big day, not not only for the states, but potentially for the rest of us. What's going on over there? Well, I don't want to offend anyone, but I have zero interest. Fair enough. No, no, fair enough. Oh, zero. Fair enough. Good. So, you know what? As every day goes by. Are you I'm, interested, eh? Oh, I used to be once upon a time. Now, I must admit, right. I'm not as interested. We are keeping on. I tell you who is in- mm. Go on. Yeah, I'll tell you who is interesting me. I'm interested in over there in the States. I mean, Josh Green. I was just reading about Josh Green. Yes. Number one three-point shooter percentage in the NBA wow. so far this season. That is what true. What about that? No, it is very nice. Now, now in fan, not a lot of it not, compared to some of the no. others. Not a massive amount of attempts. But, yes, it is. And it's a part of his game that he needs to improve. Wow. And it's good to see the numbers charting in the right direction. Well, what are the numbers? Shots for you? Yeah. Oh, I haven't got them right in front well, of me. Is, it, is he taking 30? Uh, it's not. I remember when I saw it, Tim. Twenty. How many? No, he, he's not. Not many. He's not up there with Steph Curry. Let's just say that. I don't think it'd be twenty. How many games? He would probably only be taking two a game. I maybe. think he's. How many has he played? Seven or eight games? Yeah, it wouldn't be many. Oh yeah, of course. I, 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 did, I know what you're game. talking about, but I can't remember the exact details. But well, we'll, the bottom line is. Yeah. That he does look a lot more effective, though, and the, the stroke's looking nice, and he's making some uh, heading in the right direction. What, I, yes, what, make what, a prediction, guys. He by the time the next Com- uh, Commonwealth Games, so the time the next Olympic Games comes around, mm-hmm. how how smart could our Australian Olympic basketball team be? I know they performed really well at the last Olympics, but yeah. how how much better might they be next time around? Well, who knows? But when you think of the natural development of these types of players, when you think of mm. uh, Dyson Daniels, you think of Josh Giddy, mm. Josh Green who was part of that program but didn't really play. He didn't in, – in Tokyo, he, he really wasn't there, but he was there more for his defense. But now that he's adding the, yep. the jump shot to it, you're 100% spot on. And oh, how good can Corey they be? Is. I tell you how good they can be. Gold medal good. That's how good they can well, be. Beg your wow. pardon. Gold me- – we already won the bronze, Andy. We, mate, we're yeah. 14 up on them. Were we up 14? Yeah, 14 up on them just before halftime. 
on the United States on a very, very solid United States team. So don't don't scoff at me when I say oh, this. Oh, I'm scoffing. I'm scoffing. I, I noticed a <laughs> scoff. It was a scoff. Your facial expressions were No, it was a genuine scoff. It was disgusting. Hey, Gazy, <laughs> and also just quickly, Gazy, just quickly before I go, yeah. the kid that's chosen to go to Stanford, uh, good talent? The one that's going to Stanford. Oh, yes. No, I read about this yesterday. In the uh, last 24 hours, yeah. He's yes. chosen Stanford. Yeah, I don't know him. What's their basketball program like? Excellent. Playing the Pac-12. Okay. And now, high academic You'd have standards. You'd to be pretty smart to go to Stanford Correct. too, wouldn't you? Andrew Vlahoff is an Australian that went there. Uh, right he's the most famous. But there's been a few yeah. others. But, yeah, that you need uh, very high academic standards for sure. Oh, well, there's, Very high. There you go. there's a bit to unpack here with our next guest, Tim uh, Corey Homicide Williams, who's standing by. And yes, yes, I, I follow to... him on Instagram. Very, very entertaining. He's here. a very, very, um, a very interesting follow indeed. I hear uh, he's been buying followers. Is that right? Well, no. Gazy accused him of that earlier. I did not. No, he did. He accused <laughs> him of that earlier. I asked if you could because I'm interested Corey, in purchasing some. Corey, come on in here right now. Thanks to Ty <laughs> Pepper for Tim Goats. I've got to go. You take uh, you, okay. you continue no. on with All the All right. We'll be watching it six o'clock time. Uh, Corey, uh, Gazy accused you of buying I followers did, on Corey, Instagram. Corey, do not listen now, to you him. You've got every right now to just stare no, him down. But don't you just lying. You just said he's got I, 180. Surely he's, <laughs> surely he's buying them. I did not say that. I said, can you buy them? I'm interested in purchasing some. Oh, Hello, that, welcome. Because I look at my little crumbs compared to your hundred. I was, I was. I had a meeting with um, Dane Pino actually today, just to have a chat to him about his, to what's Dan. going. He's get going very nicely. But um, when I was there, I was waiting because he had practice, and yeah. I was going. I, I listened to your your video about uh, Craig Randall from the NBA. I haven't heard the full version. Oh, can't hear this. But I did. Then I clicked on you, and you got like 180,000 followers. I mean. That's powerful. I work, I work hard. It ain't that powerful. There's people with hundreds of millions. Really? Yeah, man. I'm not all that solid on the well, ground. So I don't know how it works. One eighty's got to be in the top two or three percent planet wide. Sure. No chance. Absolutely yes. every chance. Absolutely. What are you talking about, mate? Do you know how many active athletes are popping right now? Yeah, but how many but people have people got people in Instagram accounts? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how many beautiful people mm. have? Hundreds of thousands of followers. Yeah, well, that's you're one of the artists, entertainers. Nah. Yeah, you're up there. Nah. You are. Jeez. You're here for Thai Power. Three pointers are worth four of Thai Power. I'm in the 20s. God damn it. I know you were busy then. You had the headset on. Were you listening to him and Tim Watson talking about Australia winning a gold medal in Paris? Yeah. And the basketball? I heard it. Do you think that's fanciful or is that a realistic possibility? It's a realistic possibility. I mean, think about this, right? Think about this. How many times. Have Australia been in the game, led the game to get them to the gold medal match? That's right. And down the stretch, you know what I mean? I feel like once you get the goal, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Definitely with I'm not now. Look at look at the fact that add to the fact that it wasn't like USA team is that dominant. Mm-hmm. You understand what mm-hmm. I mean? So I that's know, giving yeah. any team that makes it to the gold medal round a legitimate chance. Mm. Well, what were we up? I couldn't. Re- I can't. It was we were double digits lead going into half time. Now the two or three minutes just before half time yeah, in Tokyo were was just. Uh, but but not complete Wushka. I think we still had the lead at half time. But um, what was the margin in the end? It wasn't that significant. What what was, was it? Twelve, fourteen. I don't know. I'll have to have a check. But uh, what's but going yeah. on, guys? Man, what's, like, speak on you it. Know? 
what Coach Vickerman got to say about me? Oh, right. let's get to this. Right, oh, right. right. Well, let's, let's not get to it, it guys. Right. Well, the, the, the lead is. Uh, I wanted to talk to him about Craig Randall before. No, we'll that. get to that. We'll get okay. to that. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. Okay. So Dean Vickerman was on with us on Monday, mm. and we're, today, today's Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And we, t- we talked about um, <laughs> you know, the the growth in interest in the league and the selling of the league and. Um, you know, various bits and pieces to do with with the promotion of the National Basketball League. And I was asking about with recent things in sport where players have used their platform to speak out, it started on the basis of... That's exactly right. ...of what type of communication do you have with your players in regards to those types of issues Mm. when you have these... Uh, indigenous rounds, or we we, yeah, plat- we yeah, saw yeah, exactly. the multicultural round they had just had, mm. and that's how it started. And then Andy asked him about also about the communication he has uh, with social media, and, and then the conversation went down this route. The commentators this year, and the amount of people that have come out, and um, you know, different commentators, and we see Corey Homicide Williams has a has a viewpoint to say, <laughs> "Yep, I got to be controversial," and and now we've got Damon Lowry doing the same thing. And, you know, that all comes back to social media, mental health, and, you know, people just trying to get clickbait by making crazy comments. Mm. So, yeah, we've certainly, we've certainly uh, got good education on that as a group, and, and we'll speak about it regularly as a team, just about whatever's said that doesn't matter, whatever's said in this room, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about. All right, I'm glad I heard that. Yeah, so, you know, the conversation yeah, went on. But there, there's the I respect of... everybody's opinion, right? Good. I say nothing for clickbait. Hmm. I've been like this as a player. Was hmm. I clickbait then hmm. or was I coming out hooping? I call it as hmm. I see it. It's hmm. not clickbait and we don't go to mental health when I'm cheering you and praising you. Hmm. Who have I um, demonized or talked horrible about on Melbourne United for hmm. them to say that? Hmm. I'm not in no room... With nobody, and I repeat, nobody's telling me to say anything, mm. positive or negative. You know what I mean? No, so, yeah, like, man. to me, to be honest with you, that's nonsense what he's saying. Mm. I don't respect that. Mm. Not at all. Mm. You know what I mean? It ain't my fault. If you nine and one, you ain't saying nothing about that. You know mm. what I mean? You got your imports wrong. Mm-hmm. That's on you. Don't come with that energy this way mm. because y'all struggling right now. Let's keep it a buck. Because when Corey's screaming, <laughs> Melbourne United's doing, they're going to win a championship. What do you, what, where's that, con, where's that energy then? Be consistent, man. Mm. Ain't nobody even talking about, at, on a Monday? <laughs> on Monday? Like, today's Wednesday. Monday? Mm. You, Damon, I don't know what they're telling Damon Lowry, but they're not telling me nothing. Mm. Come on, man. I've been doing, this is six years. Mm. Season six doing this. Never issue before. When I'm calling it, when I see it, no one's saying nothing. Hmm. Commentators come with opinions. Is nobody saying something to, to drive clickbait? Come on, man. Hmm. Come on. I ain't nobody's puppet. Hmm. I'm calling it as I see it. And right now, you got problems with your imports. I feel you should focus on that hmm. Hmm. than what I'm saying. Hmm. Next subject. So, no, no, no. Well, so, brilliantly said, right? Hmm. This is exactly what we're getting at. We was I was of the view, and we had this mm. conversation with Dean on the day. Was the the in terms of the business of the NBL and it stretching um, into areas where it is now more interesting to more people. It is exactly that sort of stuff that is helping it. What, you, what, you, you, what, what you want me to come here and say? Excuse me. Mm. What you want me to come here and say? 
yeah, you know, they, they're going to be all right. You know, championship experience coach, they're going to be all right. They go to Kansas and get belted by whatever, you know. They're going to be all right. There's a 22-0 run at one point at home when they were 0-4. They're going to be all right. That is this pro sports or this under 12? No, there you go. That's right. What are we doing, guys? Mm. Is this pro sports or under 12? Mm. Nobody got a problem with – please somebody comment when they hear Corey compliment them Hit my phone up, comment on the radio, and say, <laughs> Corey, this is disturbing to us. Please don't compliment us. <laughs> right. I want to hear that. Mm. Keep the same energy. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. Come on, man. This ain't under 12s. So you've been around this caper for a long time, you gazy. Yep. Do you like do you like the other stuff? Do you like the the strong, powerful, oh. loud opinion? Do yeah. you like whether you agree with it or not? Mm. That's not what I'm asking you. No. Do you like what it has brought? Hey, I lived to and the, breathed to the cut. Well, you did. I lived and breathed it when I was the coach. But Corey's yeah. coming in there saying, "Gage needs to fire the whole team." Now at that stage we're two and, two and six or two and seven, mm. and I go, "Well, well, I wouldn't have phrased it that way myself." Mm. And but you can't when you when you're not performing. You it's accept, an issue. You, you accept that there are going to be critics out there. Yeah. And, of course, you're worried about your players and you want to protect them. And when people are, uh, are, are saying negative things, you, you are concerned about them because you, in order to get yourself out of a hole, you need them up and about and feeling good about themselves. But the reality of it is that when you are playing at an elite level of sport, then you're going to have to confront Critics, you're going to have to confront people that have different opinions so, and are going to be critical of your individual performance, of your team's performance, mm, mm. Uh, as a player, as a coach. That's it's it's that comes understood. with it. Yeah. For yeah. example, Ray John Tucker comes out and says, "What? I'm the, I'm the best yeah. import yeah. in the league. The best new import in the league. I take all. No import ticks the most boxes like I do. Mm. Did you have a conversation with him pre?" Mm. Uh, that line Mm-mm. before he said that. Mm-hmm. Where's that at? But he's, can I? He speak puts up a, a target mm. on your team's back mm. and his own back. Mm. So what? Critics are not going to say something. But here's the thing. Can Come I on, say man. this in your defense, Corey? And 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 you stop me if if I've got this wrong. Uh, Corey is and I and you we are overly sensitive when it comes to mental health issue, issues. Could take we, that very we, seriously. We respond to them and. Corey, if he's aware of someone has a problem, I know Corey well enough. He he he's leaving that alone. He's Completely, not, of course. So so, um, it's very hard in certain circumstances of what does cross the line. If someone's not playing well, they're not playing well. Are you saying we can't ever say that someone's not playing well because we're all going to suffer? But once you know and someone acknowledges that there is an issue or, or it becomes apparent that that the constant Battering, yeah, of course, is 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 way causing a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey if, ain't going. He, he's. I, 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 I would assume six you're putting in seasons. Them. We've yeah. done this. If that was the case, I wouldn't be here. Mm. It, first of all, I don't harp on nobody that long because it's pointless. If it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Mm. For example, case in point, a couple years ago, yeah, last year actually, we ain't got to go that far back. Lamar Patterson. I challenged him early in the year. Didn't deliver. Did I even mention him again? Did I mention that he came in severely overweight and he's not the player that he once was? Did I even mention that again? No. I don't have to. 
who have I mentioned several times on Melbourne United this season for him to be in his feelings that way? Name it. Mm. When's the last time I came in here and blasted anybody? Mm. Well, well, can I just add something to this? And Come on, man. The, the, and I'm not, I'm not here to pick a fight with – I'm not here to stick up for you, and I'm not here to pick a fight with Dean Vickerman, but – it was, only Dean, a couple, it was only a couple of weeks ago that Dean Vickerman was raising questions about his import, one of his imports. What did he say well, about well, his th- own import? Th- that's right. Reminiscing about Jack White, of who course. ain't here. That's right. Now, Playing his own import. Mm, what is that? Mm. What the? Mm. Now, now, you want to talk about hypocritical? How that's the conversation's going to go inside the head. Hypocritical? Well, well, what about that? Well, I'm not well, sitting here saying anything <laughs> about that. Mm. I don't even mention coaches. No, no. Mm. I talk about good play mm. and bad play. Mm. That's it. And, and I move and I keep it moving. Mm. Come on, man. Mm. Uh, I think that I think that I can understand why Dean would have those. He's trying to protect his players, and I think you can too. But uh, but I think the way in which you do that, and sometimes, and here I am saying, well, how do you know when they've got mental health issues because of the the criticism that someone's been receiving? Yeah. It's hard to know, and and. Do, does an organisation, does an individual want to share that? So you don't know. But somehow or other, there's got to be, there, there's there's this balance in there. And sometimes you walk a fine line, but, and, and you've got I to figure that out. Gaze, but, you're right. Mm, mm. But I have never, what have I said about, I said two things. Mm. Ray John Tucker is not the best import, <laughs> new import in the league, yeah. which we all found out. Mm. Yeah, One. Yeah. And two, I sat down and I was like, mm. yo, what's going on? We need to see the old Isaac Humphreys. Where's that guy? That's who they need. Mm. Mm. What else? You're struggling. You're 0 4 mm. at home at that time. Mm. This is not Illawarra. Mm. Mm. 1 and 8. Mm. I barely even discuss it because it's obvious. This is a championship winning, top of the table organization, right? Mm. Since the inception, pretty much. What is this? Yes, six? Mm. Something like that, and they've won two chips. They've been in a couple grand finals. Expectations. Yeah, they're, they're there. Yeah. When I'm on perps mm. behind every year, do we hear anything? Mm. No. We all sit back and laugh. Mm. Red Army comes, we go back and forth. How is this that? Well, I think I've that, never mm. harped on no team. No, no. Like but, I've done. Mm. Perth. That's mm. true. Not since I've known. Uh, yeah. Come on, man. That, like, come true. on, man. Like, you must be talking about yeah. uh, Damon Lowry. Mm. I do one game a week. No. <laughs> <laughs> so it ain't me you hearing. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's over. The, I think clearly it would be over an extended period of time. And and really, let's let's understand this. What we experience in the basketball is is a microcosm of the AFL and the NRL. Of course. Of course. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, no it's, doubt. No doubt. It's, it's a lot smaller. But I... Um, I do understand and acknowledge and, and certainly appreciate that there are challenges that, that coaches of all sports now of course, face no, no because doubt. of yeah. these the social media no pressures that, no that are out there. No doubt. But I, I don't and, – and He's not that. I have, that's, not what, that's, that's not what, that. that's not what on, you are. This is season six. No, that's not what How you many are. seasons I've been in here with y'all? Yeah, 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 Why is not... this so always great for when I come in here? Because mm. the energy's real and good. Mm. Good mm. energy. Yeah. If mm. I was negative, this you would both of you legends would never be as welcoming – Every time y'all see me, well, mate, you you two live the league. I'm very much on the periphery. You from from where I sit, mm. look at the NBL. You've been fantastic for business. Thank you. You've been great for the NBL. Anybody got an issue with me? Call me. Mm. I ain't hard to find. 
23 Call past me. That's for sure. 23 <laughs> That is true. Call me. 23 past four. Corey Homicide-Williams is the man who's there. That's Andrew Gaze. We're here for tyre power. Three-pointers are worth four at tyre power. Falcon Wild Peak four-wheel drive tyres. Buy three, get one free. And Corey Homicide-Williams, while we're on a roll, let's just keep going. Craig Randall. You, you've been strong in your view, and you went early uh, about the Adelaide Big Three. Now they're down to two. It's a stunning news, but not, I guess, once you understand a bit about the background, Corey, not not completely surprising. Um, give us your takeaway now. A couple of days, having first spoken about it, and with some time for the news to kind of settle. Well, it's it's sad because this young man is so talented. Mm. And this is a classic example of talent ain't it, – it, it's more than talent that will get you there. And it's more than talent that will keep you there. It's your character. And it's poor character. Early in the season, um, I reached out to him. Mm. It's going back and forth. Mm. You know what I mean? And once a week, his dad is hitting me up. You know, so I'm, I'm familiar with what's – with this family – more than what people know. Okay. I'm giving you the playbook. Mm. You're new here. You do not understand the law of the land. Your, your inability to read a room. Mm. Meaning, understand where you're at, how it works here. All you got to do is play ball. Mm. You did something, I don't think an import player, an international player that's not in the NBA has ever done. You know how magical that is? 35 points, mm. I don't care if it's preseason. Mm. No, no one over here is beating an NBA team. And even if you have an into other internet EuroLeague teams went over, I remember when I was trying out with Toronto, we lost to Maccabi. Nobody had 37, <laughs> 35. <laughs> Nobody hit nine threes. <laughs> you're on the radar. You're months away. Then you back it up and had 28 against OKC, which means you're months away from your dream becoming a reality. You already have problems in the G League. So the stigma on you is what? Yeah, trouble. He's a problem. Mm, mm. You come over here when the coaches over there in the G League was like, mm. don't take him. CJ, who's a beautiful man, takes a risk. Mm. I'm sure that conversation was had, mm. but I believe in you and I'm going to support you and give you this opportunity to prove the stigma wrong. What does he go out and do? Well, Prove the stigma mm, right. Yeah, it is. And uh, by mm. all reports, and I don't, you know more than I do, Corey, but uh, he, there was a number of incidents. It wasn't like there was just one specific thing that sent this all off. It was a, a pattern of behaviour, which, which it must be because, as Corey mentioned, this guy is as good as any so, so that's on right. the floor. So when you're having – I don't want you to break any confidences, right? No, but when, but when you're talking to the dad and the kid oh, – you're not a kid. He's a young man. He's 26 years old. He should know, you know. But is he aware? Is he self-aware? Is he going, yeah, I've made some blues in the past, I, 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 but I'm going to be better. I, I, I see myself. I know why I'm seen as a problem, and I'm going to put that to bed. I personally, as a black man over here, mm. this is a beautiful country, man. Mm. It's a beautiful country, and people are nice. Mm. Nice. So if you upset all these people who you work with on your team on a daily basis, it ain't them. Yeah, right. Everybody buys in in team culture here. You understand? Mm. Mm. So it can't be them. Mm. I've had these conversations, man, you know, and... 
That's why I'm so worked up because mm. I can't feel like this if I didn't reach out. Mm. I yeah. can't. Yeah. I could be like, all right, he didn't listen, whatever, but like, I'm giving you the, bro, all you gotta do is this. Mm. I understand passion. You ain't home. Read the room better. Mm. Chill out. Play. So what happens to All you gotta do is play. Yeah. You got the ball. You got the minutes. The team is rallying with you. The coach got your back. <laughs> what other situation could you ask for mm. after doing what you did in mm. America? Mm. That's a good point. Mm. Ain't nobody fault but yours, man. Mm. Arguing with the coach, being disrespectful that way. Mm. Come on, man. What does he do next? What happens to him now? To be honest with you, because of the talent, there's a place for him. Yeah, sure. Somewhere like in... He'll eventually, right? If he if he doesn't change... China. Yeah. He will eventually... People will keep, because of the talent, will be keep looking at it. And hopefully... These because are, he's so talented. The, these are learning experiences that as he goes along, that he can understand and acknowledge that he needs a, a change in certain actions and certain behaviours. But And if he does that... The NBA is not beyond him. I I, I hope. Mm. I hope he because he's he's still young. Look, we all make mistakes. I'm a flawed individual. We're human. Mm. I'm human. But if I know already, the word out on me is this, and I get an opportunity uh -huh. to do this to get me to the promised land. Yeah. Guess what I'm gonna do? Uh, of course, I'm gonna shut up <laughs> and I'm a hoop. <laughs> I'm going to hope to God somebody could be a character reference, a character witness, yeah, yeah, yeah. and say, man, everything you guys are saying, he didn't do that. He mm. did the complete opposite. Exactly. So you're saying he was close, months away. He was there. It, was it? Was the phone no. call going to be made? Like, was it Was it that close? I don't uh, think. I think it still might be, believe it or not. Really? Now, they're, they're, this is a setback because they will respect what uh, CJ and what Adelaide, their comments. So. Yeah. And if an NBA team calls up CJ or calls up the Adelaide 36ers, they are going to have to be – they're going to have to have a, a, an explanation. Well, you're not getting rid of him because you're – you're not getting rid of him no, for positive. No, because the numbers yeah, are, uh, yeah. speak for themselves. Yeah. He was second in the league in scoring before that loss to Perth. Bryce Cotton was 21.8. He was 21.5. They basically were tied for first. I've never saw nobody, I call it like, you know, fumble the bag. Like you mm. just yeah, yeah, yeah. mess yeah. your money up. That yeah. I've never saw not I've never saw nothing like this before. So I don't think none of us have. We've never seen nobody that's on an overseas team nine three pointers made against the Suns. We've never mm. seen that. To doing this, mm. everybody's watching this league, man. Yeah, yeah. is it possible they're gonna be better without him? Is it all just really quickly? Well, the potential with him there and it's, he's on yep. the page, well, then, then no, because he's that good. But so, if they get someone else in team chemistry, then for sure they, 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 they'll be better than what they were last week. That's for sure. Okay. It's 25 to 5. It's There's been well, – let's see what's happening next. Corey's here for type out. I can't wait. Let's get back to it after the news. <laughs> oh, 22 minutes to 5. Uh, Corey in the house thanks to Tire Power. Uh, Three-pointers worth four at Tire Power. Um. The, M the 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 actual league this year, we, we had a quick we had NBL, a quick, yeah yeah yeah. Mm. We had a quick chat to Dean Vickerman about this. You know, we spoke a whole lot of other stuff as well, Corey. Uh, how tight is this league this year? You look at Illawarra one and eight, so they, you know they're, they're in trouble. But if you've got Brisbane sitting second last on the table, and now I thought Brisbane preseason were being specked by some people well, as being were. a pretty good team this year. 
not to say they can't, you know, hit their straps at some stage and turn their three well, they, five record. They have. On. I think they've won three in a row now, haven't they, so, Corey? I got the Brisbane hat on. He does. So how tight is his lead? <laughs> how t- how razor thin is the margin between those that are sitting in the top four or five this year and those who are sitting outside looking in? Well, there really isn't. There really is not. You, we've seen it already, and we've seen some blowouts. And, and yeah. Because if you are not at your very best and the other team is, you're getting blown out. And there's a lot of teams have had to experience. So the parity amongst the, the, the players, with, amongst the team right now, with the exception of the Hawks, because they are, they are off the pace yeah. at the moment. Yeah. But even with them, the, the, you look at their roster, it's not like they're, they're, they're miles away. That's still a dangerous game that you're going to have to play. It is – I don't know of a league in the world, and I've said this many times before, that every league, when they start a season, uh, team sports in particular, the number one goal that they have is uncertainty of outcome. Mm. Uncertainty of outcome you whenever you play. Mm. I don't know of a league that has this level of uncertainty of outcome from top to bottom. There's no league. Mm. And that's one of the biggest arguments that I, um, one of the biggest things I bring up when I'm debating the best domestic international league in the world. Mm. Let's put NBA aside, because I said international. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Park that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's put Spain to the side. EuroLeague, I do not count. Again, that's not a domestic mm-hmm. league. Mm. It's the best teams from all of the course. countries. Of course. Right? There you go. Champions League. So. Talk to me about what league mm. has the level. I mean, we've had several blowouts, but it's not usually like that. The win margin here is like usually on average mm. nine, eight, nine, ten. Those are close games that mm. can go either way mm. down the stretch, mm. right? So where's that league? Mm. No, it is, and it's not just. Basketball. And you're gonna get paid, mm. gays. You're gonna get paid if you do well. You are. I'm just saying you're gonna get your salary. Mm. There's leagues overseas that. Lose today's game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The owner come in the locker room and say, good luck with your paycheck. Good luck if you think you're getting paid tomorrow. That's <laughs> true. It's happened. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, add all of that into the play. All you got to do is hoop here. Mm. So, when, so if it's that tight, right? I was watching – I don't watch every game like you guys do, but I was watching the Perth 36ers game the other night, and it was pretty tight. Mm. And then Bryce Cotton does what Bryce <laughs> Cotton did. He wasn't great for the first three quarters of that game. Well below what we normally But expect. then he just comes mm. out and, and the, their American shooter, he was yep. the guy with the beard. He's going Brady okay. Brady Manning. Brady Manning had a huge yeah. game. So he's knocking a few down. But the game is still there to be won. And then Bryce Cotton goes bang, bang, bang. Three big threes in a row. Like, just give it to me, shoot the thing, nothing but, as you would say, Cotton. <laughs> How pivotal, if, if, if you've got the rest of the stuff okay – how pivotal does a player like him potentially become in the back half of a season like this when it when it's there to be won? I mean, he's the benchmark, King Cotton. There's nobody else else in this league who can do that. Who can do that? Yeah. The only player that could have done that last year was the Million Dollar Man, aka Jalen Adams. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? But outside of that, I don't think there's another player. What that Jalen Adams was a one-off. He was only here for one season, mm. right? Mm. But since I've been here, right, this season six, no one consistently. Casper mm. Ware for a couple of years. Mm. But Every Bryce, team's looking for that guy. Man. Every team's and, – and, and that's the, – the, he's their ironic. Man. That's what Randall was. 
Randall was that guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. He was yeah. going to be that guy. Can you take me back to when Cotton first came in? Because I, I did. Okay. I coached against him in his very first game. So when did he come here with that reputation? Did he come to the league? Yeah. With, I wasn't here then. No, no. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did did he? Yeah. Well, he'd been in the NBA. Yep. Um, and he was a little fellow that had been. It was playing in Turkey, and the only reason. He came here, and I think he, he might have told this story when he was on our show, that, mm. is that the, there was bombs, actually. Sitting in that chair. Yeah, sitting yeah. in Was it here? Yeah. And that was the uh, – he was getting paid more than what he's getting paid here, but he was like, no, this is not for me. Yeah, I, I can't yeah, live yeah, like yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, I need to go – I want to go somewhere where there's a little bit more uh, lifestyle choices, more so than the financial choices. So uh, he decided to come here, and, but he did come with a very strong reputation. Yeah. Highly credentialed, but you never know. There's been a lot of players that have even better reputations than him that have come here and hasn't done no, nowhere near as well as what he so has. So just let me ask you a question I've asked you before, but get, we'll get into a break. But if you drop – there are no games today because mm-hmm. of the midterms in America. But you drop him in an NBA game tomorrow. You put him on a court tomorrow in the NBA. Yeah. Does he look – does he have 12 points, five assists? Does he hold his in own? In the right look- team, absolutely. Let me tell you when I truly believed, I turned the page. Because remember, I used to go back and forth with, mm. with Cotton. Um, I saw them get waxed by Utah. Two days later, they played the Nuggets. Bryce Cotton had, I think, 31. I said, that's it. <laughs> I seen it. <laughs> Rice Cotton in the right situation, he could hoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an NBA player. Mm, mm. Um, it's almost we say this a couple we say this a few times, like selfishly. We're so happy that he is here mm. because he is the benchmark. That could, yeah, mm. right. You yeah. take Cotton out out of this league, yeah. who's the benchmark? Mm, there's a bit of a hole, a little bit, because he's so good and has been so good for a lot of Players will come and have a great season or maybe a season in a pit and then they drop off. They, they get figured out uh. and it becomes a whole lot harder for them. No one's found the kryptonite yet Yo. for what he can do and how in which he can contribute. Uh, in in Now, this is year is going to be a test. He was tested last year, of course, because they, the first time they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. And, and now he's asked to do so much this year. He has to play... It's it's always tough when you've got your main guy and there's a noticeable difference on the floor when you take him out. And for him, when he has not been on the floor, it that it's they a drop. Have, it's a drop. They, they need to do better to to uh, find a system that allows him to have a spell every now and again because he's getting worn you down. You get burnt out. Mm. Phoenix tomorrow night. There's a bit to look forward to there, I reckon. Uh, a break. It's a quarter to five. Uh, any NBL stuff we got left over? There's a couple of NBA things we need to probably. Kick the can around when we come back with Corey Homicide-Williams. Hey, hey, boys, uh, we're running out of time here. Mm. The Golden State Warriors are 12th in the West. They are 4-7. and seven. What's going on? Uh, well, I think there was some issues. What's going on? There was some, with Draymond Green at the start of the season. Uh, that, that a lot of those, they've, they've had a big East Coast trip. I think they've been on the road, a fair chunk of that. But, uh, no, I think the alarm bells, well, they wouldn't be ringing, but they'd be... Wanting to What's going something. on, Corey, with that team? Father time, man. Really? You... Yo, those 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 young boys is coming on the West, man. Mm. They coming. 
I mean, some younger boys on their team as well. You look at uh, Paul and. So Wiggins what would have happened to him? What do you reckon? He, so what happened preseason with Draymond and Jordan, Jordan Poole? Yep. Of course, that that's a big ripple effect. You know, you usually don't show up when you're winning, mm. but when you lose, like it's still around. It's like a bad smell mm. that won't ever go away. Mm. Two spots below them in the West are the Los Angeles Lakers at two and eight. Yeah, now are. the Westbrook thing is a thing that hasn't mm. been. I don't know where that's right. now. Now there's speculation from pretty you know high ranking mm. sources who people connected over in America suggesting that they're hearing rumors about Anthony Davis and that he might be. Um, shopped around over there. Two and eight, man. It's time to change up. That team is not assembled, hadn't been assembled to just play. Mm. They have been assembled to win. Mm. And when you are below expect two and eight, mm. two and eight. Two and eight. The Lakers? Mm. There's only one team below them. On AD, the LeBron. Mm. Yep. Westbrook's still on there. Mm. You know what I mean? Like with those names alone, no way. Six and four, four and six. Mm. Two and eight. But here's, you know, here's the other one, though. Everyone's a genius in hindsight. But at the time, if you go back two years and you're thinking, well, AD's coming back from an, an extended – he's had some injury issues and a gain line. In fact, the last He's going years, okay. His numbers are pretty good. This year, yeah, yeah. but still got to deal with some injury yeah, issues. If you're thinking of recent history, to get a big three like that, you generally think that that's going to be a good formula. Now, it, it hasn't worked out. It, it clearly has not worked out, and they've got to go in a different direction. But those – People that come out now in hindsight and say, "Well, this is just rough. I never thought that this was going to work." That was right at the time when it was happening. It was not seen as something that was that unachievable that mm. this would work. Now, mm. I personally had problems because I didn't think Russell Westbrook was the right fit. So I, but there are many that thought, "Oh, well, you got three of the biggest." In the business, yep. they've just won an NBA title. Let's just top it up with another superstar, and things will go well. Well, clearly it hasn't. I just knew that Westbrook needs the ball, right? And LeBron needs the ball, so it ain't enough. And AD needs the ball, so anybody joins any team with LeBron, he'll always. You're going to be third if you're joining late, because mm. LeBron is the first option. Mm. AD's already there. They're established. Mm. You going in third? Westbrook can't be third. Plus, he can't shoot. He's not a consistent shooter. Mm. How does the floor stretch? Mm. You know? But people always wait till it's in shambles to then come out with an opinion. Oh, I knew it was going to work. Why you didn't say that before when it started? Like, yeah, Yeah, like you you just said. Like Like you. Yeah, like you. Uh, hey, you're a beautiful man. Much love, we baby. We love you like a brother. Thanks for coming. You Corey Holmes, you're coming brother. Today. Thanks, Listen, man. I'm like, oh, you're trying to come at me. Listen, it's, I come in peace and love. <laughs> Good afternoon. Welcome back to the show. It's great to have your company this Wednesday afternoon. Well, um, I thought he was a three-time world champion. I thought well, in amongst anymore, everything, everything else that Jeff mm-hmm. Fennick had done, one of Australia's all-time great, not only boxers, but one of Australia's all-time great sportsmen. Uh, did win three world titles, of course, mm-hmm. uh, as a boxer. Um, bantamweight, super bantamweight, featherweight. But knock me down with a feather, Keefe. We wake up this morning and <laughs> Jeff Fennick has got a world, fourth world title added to his CV mm-hmm. in remarkable circumstances. That controversial fight from Vegas back in 1991, which was a draw in the eyes of the judges against Azuma Nelson, has been overturned and Jeff Fennick becomes one of 22 men to have to be a four-time world champion, Brilliant. and the absolute legend joins us all the way from Mexico. I think you're in Mexico, Jeff. Thanks for joining us, and congratulations. Yeah, always a pleasure, guys. I'm in Acapulco <laughs> with an amazing group of friends of mine, and we're having um, 
the most amazing night ever. We're celebrating, and yeah, so it's been amazing. Hey, Jeff, uh, with this announcement overnight, uh, d- does what has it changed? Has it changed anything for you in, now that you've uh, been crowned a, a four-time world champion? No, it changes nothing. All, all it changes is uh, I need a little bit more space on the trophy cabinet for this fourth belt. But apart from that, no, everything's the same. I'm, um, look, um, as much as I love what I got last night, I'm modest, I'm happy, and, um, yeah, I just know that, listen, um, I should have got it 31 years ago, and that would have been even more amazing because that would have put me in the history books as the, f- the first guy who ever won four world titles undefeated mm. and all those other things. But, look, um, good things come to those two people who wait, and um, I'm really, really honest. Like, I'm honest about everything. And there's a, I just learned a saying recently that um, God doesn't always give you what you need. He gives you what you want. And... Um, this has been an amazing experience for us. Hey, Jeff, some of us who, you know, who, who don't follow the boxing caper as closely as others have been surprised that this goes on, that you have these eminent judges or yeah. revisit fights and, and, and reassess the judging of these fights. How long has this been taking place? Now, this is the first time in history. Right. This is the first decision that's ever been changed. And, it, and look, and it, and it should have been changed. Well, we, no, it shouldn't have been changed. It didn't need to be changed. When you win, when you win ten rounds out of twelve, mm. there, there, there shouldn't be a decision. So there shouldn't be. But like I said, everything happens for a reason. That experience taught me more about who I was and everything else. So I'm a better person for the draw. But um, yeah, I, I, I lost a lot with it. But um, just, you know, the last couple of nights I've gained um, yeah, so much respect from the Australian public, so much respect from the people who are with me and. It's really, really, uh, it's really important that uh, that you know I just take it the right way, and um, I will. I, I'm not going to get you know. Um, yeah, this is just something that's happened for a reason. So mm. I'm really, really happy. Hey Jeff, it's uh, interesting to hear you say you're a better person hmm. for it. Can you just elaborate that uh, on that a little bit for us? Yeah, definitely. So, like back in um, you know in 1991, I was three-time world champion. I was undefeated. I'd get in a taxi, especially in Melbourne, Andrew, and yep. they wouldn't charge me. I'd go to a restaurant, they wouldn't charge me. I could, maybe I could pay for the restaurant. And no, no, it's, it's true. I'm, I'm really, yeah. I'm really serious about this. And all of a sudden, um, it's, um, it was for me it was, yeah. All of a sudden, you lose. Then you really, well, no, I didn't lose, so I got a draw. I think you really learn about who your friends are and what what the world and the existence is really about. And I really. As hard as it was to lose, for me, it was this amazing experience that taught me to be who I am today. My wife's here with me, and that's the most important thing ever. Mm. I've been with my wife now for just 30 years, 26 years married. And, yeah, you, you, you know who your real friends are, who the real important people are. And, yeah, so I'm just so blessed to, to be here, to be able to receive this, you know, thing 31 years later. But I'll never... I'll never put the I'll never put the cart before mm. the horse. So I know exactly where I am, who I am, and everything that comes with it. So, and I learned that I learned that from from having a draw, and I learned that from losing my next fight. Mm. I learned from losing. I learned more from losing than I ever did from winning any fight in my life. So, you know, sometimes a loss will teach you things. And I'm really happy the loss to to let myself know. I'm just normal. I'm no bigger or better than anybody else. And and Jeff, is this something mm. that you did this? Was this just the authorities taking this action or did you have to lobby for it or mm. did your people have to lobby for it? How did it come about? 
nobody lobbied, but we just we we we've spoken about it, and I've spoken so many times because, like, for instance, my fights on Facebook and this, and, and millions of people have watched them. Them, you know, out of millions, there and no disrespect to the, the community I'm going to talk about, but the, the only the people from Africa that love, of course, they love Azuma Nelson because he's an amazing champion. Yeah, they would say he won, but the world thought I won, and um, so they they gave the opportunity to the world. To, to judge a fight, and the world said that I won, and I won mm. quite convincingly. So there was, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it was all, like I said, um, it's all good. I'm, I'm like I said, um, I'm not going to jump up and down and brag about anything. I'm just happy that, um, yeah, something great happened in the world. And listen, this just lets people know now if, um, if there is an injustice, it can be turned around. So yeah. it's a great precedent. Jeff, we're talking to Jeff Fennick, of course. Jeff, three is, you know, is is extremely um, impressive anyway, but four puts you into a... Well, into... by the guys, my nickname's Triple, so I'm not sure what you're going to call me now. <laughs> when, when you look at the guys who have won four world titles, and, you know, I, I just wrote down a couple of the names, and, you know, Tommy Hearns and Sugar Ray Leonard and Manny and Roberto Duran and Roy Jones and... Floyd Mayweather Jr. When you see your name alongside those guys, now I mean you—you kind of knew you were anyway. But now the history books say Jeff Fennick four time. Does it mean? Does that mean something to you? Yeah, of course, because it's always meant something to me. I was the first guy to do it, then to do it undefeated. Floyd Mayweather took ten years to do that. Hmm. Look at my records. That was in my sixth year as a fighter. My sixth year. Four years quicker than Floyd Mayweather won four world titles. So it means something. And Jeff... Uh, it what, sure does. It absolutely it does. Sure and, does. And you know, with the, as you go through the journey of life, you've had your challenge. No, please, look it up. Look it up. Absolutely. Oh, no, believe it. Uh, absolutely. Oh, we're not argue- hey, Jeff, we're not arguing <laughs> with you, mate. Trust it, even if you are an Acapulco. <laughs> hey, Jeff. The twist and turns of life, and, and uh, you've you've... Uh, had that experience a couple of years ago. Now, where you had your your, health, your own health issues, how are you travelling at the moment? I was dead. If I, if I, I, went, if I went to bed that night, I don't, I don't wake up. So, yeah, I was just so blessed that my friends brought the ambulance to my room. If they didn't, I certainly wouldn't have had no four titles, and I wouldn't have been talking to you guys. <laughs> so tell us that, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one million percent honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. So you, you told us you're in Acapulco, you're celebrating, mm. and so you should. You're with your wife. Who else is there with you, Jeff? Are you with the other people who have, you know, the true, wow. the true believers? The, the ones most who amazing with... woman fighters from... Yeah, yeah, 100%. All the people that are with me tonight are people who have uh, been a part of me and uh, who at this day and age look after my fighters. I've got an amazing a lady from Canada who's won her eight world titles. She's with me. I've got... Uh, I was with you know Vinny Pazienza, Roy Jones, all all the the great champions that are here with me, and they've they've all made made me feel very very special over the last couple of days. And and even better, Jeff, you're not having to pick up the bill tonight, is that right? Um, <laughs> yes. You've done a deal with your manager, and, and he's going to pick up the yeah, bill. Yeah. No, no, he wouldn't be. No, he wasn't my manager; it's my lawyer. So my lawyer is here tonight, and he ate this little bit of chili. And it was a, I'm not just saying, there's a whole bowl of this chili. And I don't mean a little bowl, I mean a whole bowl. And yeah, he had a bit of me, if I could eat the whole bowl of the chili, they would pay the bill. 
Don't you? But I'm here, I've, I've eaten a whole bowl, and he's smiling at me at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, now he's going to pay the bill, and my next, my next bill's going to be twice what it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, I, I ate the whole lot. Yeah, I ate the whole lot in there. So now, nah, but we're gonna. Yeah, he's my he's my beautiful friend and my yeah, confident who's helped me through lots of things in my life. You know, Andrew, and, and Andrew's um, yeah, he's an amazing guy. Well, mate, it's a remarkable story. The career was the career without it. I mean, you're a giant of Australian sport, no no matter what's happened in the last 24 to 48 hours. But this just gives you what you rightfully uh, earned and what you rightfully deserved. And uh, the CV now is official, and it's officially where it needs to be, Jeff Fennick. So on behalf of the Australian sporting, you know, public... Let let me tell you what has... Wait, 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 wait. Something that has happened in the last 24 to 48 hours... We're drinking about 50 bottles of wine. So, yeah, it's feeling good at the moment. <laughs> You're an absolute superstar, mate. Thanks for joining Red us. Red wine, of course. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, it's good, man, It's Jeff. great to have you on the show, hey, mate. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, guys. Good on you, mate. Thank Thanks you. for joining us. Jeff Finney. Thank you. Good on you.